0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sport in 160 AM podcast. we are on episode 148. I've got a goat behind me and I've got a goat to my right and below. Firstly, introducing Danny Saldana. How are you today, man?
1: I'm good, bro. Chilling. Nice little day off. Sun's shining. Feeling great. Uh, And a good sporting win and uh, an exciting uh, game coming up on the weekend. So, uh, yeah, let's get into this.
0: Yeah, and if you want to follow Danny, there's his Twitter handle below. Uh, and last but certainly not least, we got Chris. How are you today, man?
2: I'm great. Yeah, like Danny said, I, it's a real, real nice day here um, here in uh, New Jersey. So I'm assuming it is there in uh, in up in Toronto as well. Beautiful, beautiful Thursday. Yeah, we've got uh, you know another another comfortable win at the weekend. Unfortunately, one of those two losses did not arrive yet again from our rival. And uh, yeah, we've got uh, Derby of Bragging Rights, Derby of, you know, maybe they're trying to get back in the race for second. We can really push them down into the mud, guarantee second. Might even be mathematical at that point if we win this weekend. Um, but yeah, let's get into it.
0: Yes, and I'm your host as always, uh, Sam Faseca. Feel free to follow us uh, on Twitter, the handles were there. Um, but first of all, let's get on to some of the Twitter questions. We've got some good ones, especially some topics that have happened recently. Um, Nuna Gabriel um, has asked the question that I'm going to ask first. Um, and it's this one here. Uh, regarding the Slimani fallout, um, do you believe is what happened to him at uh, a national team level or was it a practice thing? Um, or he said he's more inclined to think his head isn't there because of what happened to his country. Algeria did get knocked out of uh, qualifying for the World Cup. Uh, but Chris, I'll start with you. What were your overall thoughts on Slimani being um, excluded from training, and what do you think was the reason behind it?
2: Um, well, I, I at first I was like kind of, yeah, I don't know what what I thought at first. I, I definitely at no point did I was ever was I ever really thinking that he didn't deserve it. So I'm I I, I guess I'm kind of just instinctively backing Amorim, trusting Amorim, like. If he thought he acted like a dickhead, then I'm guessing he probably acted like a dickhead. Then I was reminded of a pretty similar incident, or at least similar on paper, with Matthew. He didn't want to wear the GPS, didn't want to do this, didn't want to do that. And that kind of led to a little rift between him and Amorim. And then literally right after that, he tore his ACL, and that was the end. So it never really played out, the end of that feud. Um, But, uh, yeah, I... I'm glad to see that he's back. He's reintegrated. It was just a kind of a brush-up. He's got another year of contract. In my head, at least, I've been thinking he'll be here next season. Um, so he's an elevated salary. Uh, yeah, I guess he's he's got to stick to the regimen or whatever. Um, see if it happens again.
0: Yeah. Um Danny, did you have any thoughts about it? Did you think it was uh, something to do with what happened to Algeria? or do you think it was just sort of a, a different attitude problem?
1: I think it's uh think it's a training a training issue or an attitude problem, like you were saying, but I was gonna I was gonna hit um I was gonna mention the same thing Chris just mentioned. He did the same with Mathieu, so I don't know if maybe it's um experienced players that he he still demands more from them in practice. Uh, could be a whole lot, a lot of things, right? But uh, he's back in training. That's all that matters, I guess. Um, I'm just worried. Maybe it's a little bit of a distraction uh, ahead of BeFika, but uh, I don't think it will be at least. So, uh, yeah, seems like seems like uh, Amuding loves to do this to senior players. But uh, but I'm with Chris too. When I first heard of it, I was instinctively backing Amuding too. I wasn't really thinking like Amuding's in the well, wrong here or
2: anything. And then knowing what we know now. Obviously, Paulinho didn't start against Tondela. Yeah. Whether that's just nursing the ankle, whether that's just scheduled rest, whatever it is, maybe he's like thinking Paulinho's not starting, and I'm still not starting this game. What the fuck? Maybe it's like a, yeah. that type of situation. Um, that's my best guess, to be honest.
0: Yeah, fair. Um, I, I I don't think it was too big of a deal. Um, you mentioned Matu, but I. I think Ristovsky also comes to mind. I think his was yeah. different because he got yanked from, from the game before half time. But I I believe he was uh Amarin wasn't impressed for his training uh, anyway. Um I think he just demands a lot and if you don't go up to the standards then he's he's gonna gonna make you know about it. Like this comment from Paul Pont just says um he puts his foot down and I guess that's what you want with a sort of a manager to to not sort of let you get away with things but to like be be harsh and be, and tell people like that. Yes, yeah, so Imani back in training. Uh, the last question I wanted to ask about this topic really is: Is there any chance that we were sort of like worked and that this was all a plan to wrestle Imani for Benfica? I know it was a theory going around. Chris, do you think so, or do you think it's just just a training thing?
2: I I don't think that I don't think that they would make this up. It, but it does it make, make, make the question. Sense. I mean, you can make the question: How did this get out? Like, how is this leaking? Like, Greg yeah. Garden, bro, dude, does someone? Work for sporting and record like they're literally receiving paycheck from both. Because like, how does this story even get out in this place? It's... Record, bro. No. Inside sources, even more further inside than you would imagine, bro.
0: <laughs> Unless they had like have like spectators training and like just and like you'd see someone like go back into the building or or leave the the facility. I, so I some guess. random
2: like janitor sees this and then dials up record.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, getting that, getting <laughs> that. agent
1: could stuff. have very well have, have called. Oh, uh, sure, could be the
2: agent because Lamani calls his agent. He's like, he gets kicked out of training. The first thing he does is call his agent, like, "What the fuck?" And then his agent tells Rickard, "That is actually a decent theory."
1: Could be though. But the fact like, that yeah, it's Rickard really could something like this. Why didn't the it's, ball? Who else all, was, you was know? It gonna
2: be, bro? Who else was gonna have that inside exclusive?
1: Andre Igreja, maybe. <laughs> it takes pictures for record on the side, We just don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah, um, f- fair enough. Uh, the next question again from Luna Gabriel. Because um, you're running the go at Matiz Royce is out for Sunday. Who do you think should start in his place? He says he'd get Estevez a go at, at left back. Uh, Danny, what are your thoughts? Do you reckon we should... Um, wh- who do you reckon should start And and who would you like to see start?
1: Yeah. First and foremost, let me just say I am nervous with us not playing Matej Rej, genuinely, because uh, that left side now is a little vulnerable. Question though, I, I think he's not uh, available yet, but Nuno Santos isn't available to play, correct?
0: He is. He's back.
1: Yes. He okay. I- I'd have I'd have I'd have uh, Nuno Santos on the left. Uh, Juicebox saying Vinagre. That's a little risky. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Fuck, he's here, right? But I would personally start Nunu Sench. back three of Inasu, uh, Neto, and Quatch, and then I've obviously Poto on the right. You know what? I w- wouldn't be shocked to see that. I think is a high possibility a guy happening. of happening. On
2: the left, baby.
1: Yep, <laughs> I have a I have an inkling that that's what's going to happen. Uh, more defensive than Sanchez um,
2: is he gonna ride with Fidal? Do you think? No, it'll be Netsu and mm-hmm. Asu and Kawaz probably. I
1: think it's Netsu. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if if we're we're not playing Fidal enough so that we don't trigger the automatic. No, the Fidal trigger is, is
0: done. Fidal is, done. is no He's now. injured as well. He he yeah. hasn't He's done it in the injured, last yes. two training sessions.
2: Well, there's five games left, right? No, I think he needed to play in all six, including this one, which he didn't play against. Uh, uh, Tandela. So yeah, I think he's the the, the yeah. uh, he can't be auto triggered. It's over.
1: Regardless, I wouldn't I wouldn't play Fidal anyways. Fidal's been practically injured all season. Though yeah. I'm him into a lot of big games. There, there's no point. Neto has been phenomenal this season, in my opinion. So I throw them three in the back.
0: Yeah, especially against Benfica when when Neto played that in that first yeah. match we played against them, he was absolutely immense. Um. In, in place of Fadal, I believe uh, Jose said he get called up to training, so he's most likely to get the bench spot. Um, if if he made the a, bench someone. last
2: weekend as well,
0: yeah, um, still no debut for him though, which is which is odd. I felt I feel like he he'd get at least a few minutes here or there, but um, it, it'll yeah. come by the end of this season, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially uh, Chris, if the games at the end aren't yeah.
2: mathematically counting really for anything, we're too far from getting caught in third, but too far to catch first.
0: Yeah, Chris, who would you start at uh, left back?
2: Uh, I would start Nunu Santos, but I think he's going to start as Gayo potentially. I think he's probably yeah. 60-40 between as Gallo and Santos. Is, is Gayo still our top assistant? Sorry.
0: Uh, I, I was just going to uh, say...
2: He, it's either him or, or Sarabia, maybe?
0: Yeah, maybe Sarabia, you're right. No, no, I was, was just going to say too. about... I think if Nuno Santos starts, that he's definitely getting a red card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's also like Vinag, if you stop Vinagre, it's going to be the same thing yeah, as Iax, yeah. which is Rafa or Everton or whoever plays is going to absolutely skin him because Vinag's wingers are fast, and Vinagre is one. That's one thing he's not is is very fast. Yeah,
2: so. Vinagre's also like really hot. He, he's played that one or like one game, like two games ago. He came in, I think. Maybe he came yeah. in twice recently, but. He's not, like, in any sort of rhythm whatsoever.
0: And I think Nuno Santos had a good game. I'm pretty sure it was against Gimeraj or, or maybe a game before that. But he, he He's always
2: going to be sussy defensively. Um, yeah. But he does offer a lot going forward. He's coming off the 9.0, you know.
0: That's true. <laughs> cool. Uh, Nuno's got one last question, but I'll save it for the next topic, which is uh, the game against Condela. Uh, 3-1 win. Let me zoom in the picture a bit. Uh, okay, let's start with uh, a done goal. Inacio, Coates Neto, Pedro Poro, Matthews Reyes, Matthews Nunes, Ugarte, Marcus Edwards, Pedro Gonzalez, and Sarabia. Sarabia with two, Ignacio with a rocket, uh, for the other, and a goal from Hernando for Tondela. Uh, Chris, what were your overall thoughts in the game?
2: It's uh, actually pleasantly similar to one or two other games that we've played recently where. We've actually just had like a really good like twenty minute spell in the first half, and pretty much resolved the game from there. Um, it took a while to really get like off the ground, but honestly, with the Inacio Bumba, and then right after that, we had like three other chances, and including the, the second goal as well, which was like a Sarabia Pot Edwards, uh, like pretty nice combination. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, And then we could have even had one or two more after that. Sarabia had a chance, if I recall. So, yeah, I mean, we just had a flurry, took our chances, um, and we we, we resolved the game. Um, Tondela, again, never really looked a massive threat going forward uh, at any point. Um, You know, they put together this or that here or there, scored off a set piece um, in the doldrums of the second half. But, again, we're never really – worried by them, never really never really thought I was in doubt after 2 nothing for sure um, yeah, I mean um, I thought there were some good indi- individual performances um, I thought Edwards kept it going um, Pot again showed a little, some flashes not his greatest performance but um, some decent moments um, got an assist I guess technically um, and you know, Sarabia just a machine at this point. all knew that already. Ugarth over Palinha, like solidified. I guess we'll know for sure this weekend. If he starts Ugarth, I mean, Ugarth's his guy. Uh, we've already pretty much known is getting sold this summer, but I mean, he's going out through the, the small door, you know, not the big door, if you will. Um, but yeah,
0: yeah, cool. Uh, Danny, what were your overall thoughts on the game? <clears throat> yeah,
1: I agree. First half, I thought uh, a lot better than the second. But the second was more so just game control, controlling the game, and uh, leaving with the result. Uh, I mean, that first half we could have ended three, four, nothing. You know, um, and it only finished two. I didn't know Inasu had that in his locker. Let me just say that. What a fucking goal! And then yeah, as Chris mentioned, that second goal from Sarabia, beautiful work, like uh, build up play with Edwards Poth, and Sarabia. Um, I, I would love to see this front three going forward as well to for other games. I don't know if against Befica it would be appropriate, but uh, games like these, like like these tondelas and stuff like that, uh, even Gil Vicente I know we have coming up soon too. Um, wouldn't mind having you know tricky, pacey, interchangeable. Uh, forage rather than a stagnant, you know, slimani or, or Paulino. So, uh, I liked it. I liked it. I'm with you, Chris. I, I i hate to admit it. I'm with you. I think Ugarte might be his guy. I don't know how I how, if I if I would rather Ugarte or Pajinga this weekend. Honestly, my heart, my, my heart says Pajinga. My head is telling me Ugarte is just, you know, he's next level. We seen him last week come off the bench and change the result for us. So, um, long may it continue at least at least we know going forward we have a good center defensive mid to pair we'll see if i guess coming is, is a
2: uh, an 83rd minute sub whenever we're up one nothing That is insane.
1: <laughs> who would have thought a few months ago that would be the case man um but against i have to mention but against i was maybe it's been on the bench for too long not a lot of uh minutes under his legs but uh not been impressed and with more and more murmurs of him possibly leaving um, with performances like that, I
2: think it's a good
1: possibility he will be. Unfortunately, at least on a Where loan, we'll just
2: stay in the backup role again, and we'll go and buy some other center midfielder.
1: The thing is with me, I'm confused if if we sell Matheus Nunes, I mean, we're definitely buying somebody to replace him. Right? It's not like we're keeping Bagunsa to take over his spot. I don't think so. Yeah,
2: I still go probably move up one, and then we'll buy one, and then Bagunsa yeah. stays as the backup. Yeah
0: for yeah. a starting
2: of Ugarte and purchased midfielder. It's going to be
0: the midfielder from Santa Clara, Morita, at this rate. Pretty much. I'm sure Morita yeah, yeah, seems like it. the worst kept secret in the league at the moment. And the
1: fact that he refused to play against Porto, I don't think we should even fucking buy him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know what when Nunu's question was. Does it have to do anything with the penalty?
0: It was with the Ignacio goal. Let me get it back up.
1: Okay, then. I'll, I'll just mention the penalty. I personally think it's kind of harsh. Um, the guy's arms are kind of behind them. I know it's like out and about, but they're behind them. He's just turning his body as it clips his arm. Clear handball. don't get me wrong. I don't know the rules per se uh, that well, like word for word. But uh, in my opinion, that's a harsh penalty.
0: I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I'm a bit 50-50. It's, again, I see a lot of these handballs all the time where it's like, it's not, and it is because it's that's the referee in Portugal. It's so inconsistent. There's no yeah. sort of direct rule. It's just like sometimes it's his hand. Like, I mean, I think it, 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 I'm leaning more towards like 60 40 towards penalty. I'm not that overly convinced, but I, I would say so. Chris, what, what about you?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's tough because you, it's a shot that's like on target potentially. Um, that's what makes it, uh, his arm's in an unnatural position, even though it is behind him. I lean penalty, but, yeah, it is harsh. Um, it ends the game effectively. You know, it makes it 2 nothing and 3 nothing. Yeah. I'm glad that we're penalty merchants after it's all settled <laughs> now. It doesn't matter anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, just, just to backtrack off what you guys said, like, I pretty much hit it on the head. I was not threatening Baton Dela at all. I thought we should... I was saying this at the time that this was a perfect come to, to the stadium the and had time. a
2: very fucking difficult time in the past and this was like the chillest it's maybe ever been
0: <laughs> yep yeah definitely and I, I i thought this was like a good chance to like trim the, the goal difference deficit we have on porto like i thought we were going to get like five six seven unfortunately it was only three but we definitely could have scored a lot more and maybe that's without a presence of a striker, and not getting getting more goals but um I was really impressed with, with Edwards and Sarabia. Uh, Pot, again, like you said, the assist, but I'm not overly convinced. Um, I do think he starts Ugarte next game against Mefica, only because he did it on the, the first match we had against them. I'm pretty sure Poligno was available as well, but he just, or he might have been suspended, but he, he threw Ugarte in as well. And I think Ugarte was either man of the match or like one of the standout up performers of it. Um, uh, Ray Vinagre came, cameo as well. Uh, Rodrigo Rivera came on, had like three touches. One of them, he lost the ball um i think he was waiting for a good like five minutes to come on he was yeah. standing by the side and just the amount of time wasting and, and whatever happened and unfortunately didn't get um, a lot of time uh the only other sort of, of, of case i want to talk about is um uh the benfica player whose name i can't actually see Dante. Uh, Diego, Diego Dantas, actually got suspended today uh for his actions the only thing i just wanted to mention and like if you guys have any other thoughts feel free but um he was 3-1 down, and they scored. But they still 3-1 down, and, like, he's doing that celebration. Like, if you're winning, right, or if, if he makes it 3-3, then, like, I'm all for, like, the shit house where, like I'm going to be annoyed at him, but, like, you know, it makes sense. Like, he was – they were losing 3-1, and, and he did that, and now he's missing a game for it and got a fine for it. So, you know, but um, I, I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts on, on that. I know it's quite minimal. <laughs>
1: To me, it's two things with this kid. Okay, so we were chir- like the fans were chirping him. So okay, whatever. They score a goal. To me, if, if he if he was the one to score it, I kind of okay, I get it. You're giving it back to the fans, or maybe even assist it. But he was just—I don't even—he was just there on the pitch, bro. Like looking, watching no, the ball. I think enter he, did the he, he
2: cross? Did he cross it, or did he, did he just take the corner, the short corner, and then the other guy crossed it?
1: Oh no. Okay, I see an A there. So maybe he did assist it. Yeah, he did. But there's two guys.
2: Him. So he's he didn't take the corner then. The guy takes the short corner to him and, and then passes he crosses it. To him. it.
1: And then he, and then he whips it in. Okay, yeah. fair enough. But even so still, it's exactly. 3-1 down. You have no chance of coming back and you're giving the fans one, bro. He's he's honestly the most overrated and he 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 just shows that like the hype train, the the media train behind the academy he came from is more powerful than any player's talents. You know, he's he's one of the many that flopped from there. And he's not going back to Benfica next year. He's going to maybe stay at Tondela, maybe go to the second division because he barely gets a sniff at Tondela. He's like our courage, to be fair.
2: Maybe he'll so... go back to Bayern.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, th- the thing is with that kid as well, like, Tondela, like, neat, like, Tondela are going to be more pissed with him than, like, Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's good. He showed passion because he's suspended, and like Tom Della need to win games. Like, I don't exactly. think there are any any like immediate danger of being relegated. But you know, you want to win every they game. Are. I think they're like a point or two ahead. Over. No, they
2: are in a, they are in immediate. Danger.
1: They're in a they're oh my yeah. god. Right
0: Let me, Let me check. I'm i not, not really looked that far down the league table to be honest. With you. they
1: me. are two they're, points ahead of Muradens. Twenty five points. Sixteenth. They're in the playoffs. The playoff. playoff. Exactly. Oh that.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's even worse for him then. So now they're in the playoffs and they're. Potentially missing him. I don't know if he's an important player. I don't watch much, much Tondela, to be honest with you. And but, next um...
1: game, next game for Tondela is a is a way to Muredes, who's oh. also who's j- just below them, two points under. So a Muredes win, and they're without Dantes. They fake kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I see Benalin Sad, you know, climbing the ranks a bit. You know, got. I think they win like their last game and draw or something like that.
2: I, no, I,
0: they I got they it. got they lost to Benfica, but they won before that. They won. Yeah, yeah they I beat they the Befica, actually, hey. Yeah, they they've they've been unbeaten until that game. They yeah. beat Portemonians, Drew Santa Clara, Vista, then Bovista, then Tondela. But um hopefully they go down. Um I don't really care between Morientse and Tondela, to be honest. I think Morient's will go down there. I don't I don't rate Sapin to that highly as a manager, unfortunately. Add another but,
2: relegation to his resume.
1: <laughs>
0: he's just not or a good manager. It's like I'm if hoping- he's Sorry, go, go. no. I was just gonna say, if you sign him, then like you're almost like signing your your death warrant to go down. Like in my opinion, anyway. <laughs> nah, bro. He
1: won. I think he won the league with Anderlecht and then next year got beaten up by their fans or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm praying Tondela goes down. I don't care if Muredes go down or not, but I just want Tondela to go down.
0: I still want Familiar Kyle to go down, but I think it this past and that point not. now. I mean, I mean, yeah. they're still what. They're only three points behind, I think, or or four. So, like, not. not... It's a
1: possibility, but I'm all familiar on this day. To me, in a perfect world, this obviously, Tondela, and Arroca. Because any team that signs Alan Ruiz deserves to go down.
2: Yeah, Arroca has really felt like a fake team this year, to be honest. You know? (laughs)
0: Uh, Cool. Uh, Before we move on, Chris, who is your man of the match for this game?
2: Uh, I think he's been my man of the match the last two or three games, but Sarabia.
0: Cool. Danny, who is your man of the match for this game?
1: I keep avoiding to give a man of the match just to be different, but I I think we'll make it unanimous this time. I'm going to go also with Sarabia. Guys, next level.
0: I mean, if Paulinho was playing, I would have gone for him. But you know, <laughs> uh, I'll go, I'll go for Sarabia as well. Although, shout out to Gonzalo Nacio with the absolute yeah. screamer, who I was not expecting that. I think we've seen we've we've seen the Paulinho banger sort of this year, which Chris was hoping for. I mean, I've seen a Paulinho banger, what so I'm hoping for. Danny, have you got you got someone else waiting? We've we seen the Matuidi's race banger. We've seen quite a few of them actually. I think we've, we've seen,
2: seen
1: the Matuidi's race banger. That's all I needed, buddy.
2: We've yeah. had a Paulinho. It wasn't a banger because it wasn't like a power, but it was like a finesse shot from distance.
0: Mm-hmm. In yeah, the Champions
2: League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it wasn't like a thunderbolt, you know.
0: Yeah, that uh, and scoring it's Vafika, <laughs> uh, as well and Porter. Yeah. You know, big game player Michael. Anyway, uh, what was the game? But, sorry,
1: what was the game where he backheeled it? Braga, no.
0: I Can't actually remember. Anyways. I don't think he scored against, Braga. I think that's one of the teams he He didn't score. All oh,
1: right, yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, um let me get up the league table on this screen. Cool. So, next game is against uh Benfica obviously. Uh I'll zoom in so you can see that a bit better. So, uh Porto again 79 points. Uh, we we're on 73, Benfica 64. So, next game against Benfica, Danny, you mentioned you, you were nervous. What are your sort of predictions? Or, or or can you elaborate first why you're so nervous and then give me a prediction of the game?
1: Matias Reyes just offers us so much more than anybody else, whether at left-back or centre-back. To me, I, as I've said a few times here, I think he's the best left-back we have. I think his best pos- he, he, he offers us a lot more at left-wing back than at centre-back. I think at center back we have Neto that can do just as good of a job if not better. Um, so Matheus being gone, as crazy as it is, well, at this point it's no longer crazy to say um, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot for us. You know, uh, as we've mentioned earlier, the center is in great defensively. Vinag, I mean, I still have I still have fucking nightmares of his of his performance against Ajax and the. I think the he does too, to be ball. fair. I think he yeah, he definitely does. He has PTSD from it. Every
0: time he blinks, he just sees Anthony in the corner. <laughs> he sees life.
1: Anthony just chasing him, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, that's the only reason why I'm nervous. Now, nine points out. Befica are going to play with everything. They, they just got somewhat of a result against Liverpool, against Liverpool's B team, but they got a result, so they're going to come into this confident, hopefully a bit tired, though, Um and they're gonna, they have to play. They have to play to somehow make second, right? Nine points out, they have to win, and then still pray that Sporting slip up, right? Um, so, so yeah, it's it's gonna be a big game. It's also gonna be on Easter. It's also gonna be on my birthday and Kyle Aaron. Shout out to my Canadian legend. So I'm hoping for a good birthday gift. Don't get me wrong. I'm hoping Sporting can can let me chirp these guys. On, on my 27th year around the sun. But no Matheus Reyes is, is huge. In my eyes, it's huge. And then whether we'll play Marcus Edwards or Pott, that's another debate that I, I I struggle with. I don't know. At this current moment with this form, Marcus Edwards, I think that's two back-to-back man of the matches, right? Or last week, he didn't get one. But the week before, I think he did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I personally would play Marcus Edwards over Pot right this very second. But then you know Marcus Edwards against tired legs of BeFica. That's I don't know. That that also sounds good to me too. I don't think BeFica will be without Rafa. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So
0: he, he's a, a question mark at the moment.
1: Okay. So maybe they'll they'll be with Rafa. Who knows? But um, I think it's going to be PSP. Yeah.
2: To be honest, PSP. The classic.
1: PSP. I, I'm not mad at that though. I'm not mad at it. I, I think. I think. Like I was saying, Marcus Edwards against tired legs will probably be good for us too. Because uh, I, I see this being a tight game. I don't see us blowing them out like last time.
2: It never, it never is. It never is. These games never are like that. Or one in every yeah. 20 is, you know.
0: Yeah. If you were to give a score prediction though, Danny, what are you, what are you saying?
1: <sighs> I don't want to give it. Not for this one. This is way too big for me to give a score prediction
0: you know what? Because it's your birthday coming up, I'll I'll I'll, I'll let it slide. Respect, I'll give man. you this one. But then, whatever the score result is, especially if we win, I'll just say you had that one anyway, Thank just you. to you know, give you that. Uh, Chris, as it's not your birthday, uh, I'm afraid you're gonna have to to give a score prediction. Uh, uh, one, one, nothing.
2: You... one nothing, one nothing. Kwaatz, 78th minute header off a corner.
0: Nice. Are you nervous about this game Love at all, that. or is it just you know?
2: Particularly, um, I think both teams are in decent enough form right now. Obviously, maybe it's coming off a a nice performance. Uh, They've been decent in the league as well. Same with sporting. Um, Yeah, these games are always tight. They'll be up for it. Um, Should be a good atmosphere. Um, Yeah, I I think that uh, I'm not particularly nervous. I'm also not even particularly nervous. Let's just say we draw. It, it, it ends the like glimmer. It ends like the one percent of our title hope that we have right now. But um, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it basically just secures second. Even if we lose, to be honest, I think it still has a lot to do. But it does. She you know, like show a crack in our armor, you know. Potentially, you know you don't want to you don't want to lose this game. Um, I feel Especially like, at maybe, home. Yeah, last year we lost this game on the road. Uh, it was like the you know third to last game. Um, we've lost this game. We've played them late in the season multiple times recently. It feels like and lost multiple times. Um, so yeah, let's 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 beat them in a late season game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm I'm quite nervous because as you know, for the optimist. I still think that there's I still think we can win um, the league. Um, I thought I genuinely thought Porto were going to slip up against Guimarães and they were so close at some points to doing that. There was just some I'm not even going to Porto were just a better team in my opinion anyway. I know there was a few um a few um you know biased calls as, as there always seems to be. But um I, I'm more nervous for this game just because of how Good, not even good form, but I think they've just been. They've been such good, good goal-scoring form. Especially Darwin has been scoring every other game. It feels like um, the only thing that gives me confidence is how bad their centre-backs are, especially from set pieces. Like Chris says, with a, he wants a Coates goal. It's probably the the most like likely one I see happening because their defenders just can't mark set pieces. But um, my my friend, who's a Befika fan, was saying that he actually wants to lose this game. So Porto don't win the title um, to lose because that that would be a a bigger nightmare for them apparently than they losing to us, which is fair enough. Um, So hopefully they'll they'll do us a favour there. But um, I I think it's going to be I disagree with Danny. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, or not high scoring, but like I would say, actually I'm going to say like three two to us. I think I think. I think it's going to be, like, one of them games that, like, the first half, there's goals galore. I'm going to say, like, four goals in the first half. Then, like, then they just bang it out for the end. I'm going to go 3-2, Darwin twice for them. I'm going to go Paulinho once for us, Srabia once for us. And then the 92nd minute, Islam Slimani, you know, he, he loves scoring against Benfica. And then he'll probably do some, like, stupid gesture to the camera, to Ruben Amorim or something, to say, like, why'd you drop me or something? Who knows? But, yeah, that's my... Uh, that's my, my prediction. But, yeah, um, I think that's it in terms of... One time
2: what... Ricardo, or fuck, what's his name? Nelson Oliver, not Ricardo Oliver. Nelson Oliver scored a goal for Nottingham Forest. Took his jersey off and, like, holding it up in his manager's face because he had dropped him. <laughs> yeah, let's hope he does that.
0: <laughs> I, I think Aaron would, like, demote him to the B team immediately. <laughs> But Doesn't yeah, it. in case you're wondering, Porto's next game is against Porto B or Porto Monence. Um So not <laughs> not really a struggle. Easy dub. They also yeah. have
2: like two wins this second round of this season. So
0: yeah, you can see they're on a four game losing streak. Um Hell but, yeah. Like, I mean, if, if the impossible happens, you know. But like this, this is where Porto are going to score like another five. Like Portimonense, like no chance. But um. Speaking of high scoring, unfortunately, it's that time that we move on to the UEFA Youth League. Um, I don't know if any of you guys watched the game when it happened. Uh, unfortunately, I watched the whole 90 minutes. Um, <laughs> but, um was it? <laughs> it, <laughs> was, it was a waste of 90 minutes. Like We were outclassed straight away. Chico Lamba, man. He, I don't think he's got... Did
2: Diego Kalai game. play in goal? Or was yeah. He, he ended up playing because I saw he might be hurt
0: something. I mean I, none of the goals are really his fault but like you know you can't really say he had a good game when he conceded four. Mm-hmm. Um, probably should have been a lot more to be fair as well but did, did any of you guys watch it?
2: No I wasn't
0: able to. No I've caught the goals though. Yeah so but, uh, we basically Ronaldo,
2: Selly. Honest.
0: Yeah. The, the first goal as well, straight out to the Juve Ultras and <laughs> shushing them and take some balls like, I'll give him that.
2: Yeah. But um,
0: <laughs> So, some players you might recognize esteves and the uh, suga rodrigo i think rodrigo Rivera played as well although yeah. like we didn't have that many attacks so didn't do much but yeah i mean definitely embarrassment i think i remember seeing esteves and, and another player like in tears cuz like they were there was an absolute humiliation let's not that's not lie about and say it wasn't especially in such a, a, a important game I, I think it was the semi finals right of the the not the quarters
1: i think quarters I think um, the semis are next. Quarters, yeah.
0: Like fifty yeah. grand moving to the semis. Yeah, quarter. Like I mean, quarter final game. Like to lose that much as well is just a, a bit of a kick kicking teeth. But like, hopefully, mm-hmm. the there were some eighteen players there. Poro was was uh, watching uh, from the bench. um Paolo. Andre Paolo. Andre Paolo. and I think someone else was there, but I can't Mateo remember. Students, I think. That yeah, that was it. Yeah. And also, Amariem and Hugo Vienna were there as well. So hopefully. You know, gives them a bit more motivation to, to slap Benfica around. The, the main thing that annoyed me at 3 0, they were allaying their Benfica players, passing the ball around the back. Like, I mean, I had to turn it off. I, I couldn't deal with it.
1: But... <laughs> so, Sam, let me ask then after this game, of course, it's only one game, but do you see it as like Benfica's academy just being better than ours, or they were just better on the day? Like, do you, do you see it as like their talent was just like nothing weaker? Can compete with, or it's just a bad day at the office?
0: I'm not gonna lie to you, I've always thought that, ben, especially recently, that Benfica have had the better academy talents. I, th- I think that's not a knock on any of ours, but you have to remember, like Estevez, who's like one of the big prospects, didn't come from our academy on yeah. Portos. And like Dario sugo is, is one, Rodrigo Rivera is another, but I don't really see any others that I look at, especially after that game, was like, man, I, I can't see you having a future with this team. Um. I think Benfica, like the, the youngsters, their attacking players especially are just a level above. And even like the thing is with Benfica, and let's not turn this into like a Benfica podcast or whatever, but they would do so much better if they like got rid of tonga and Notamendi and used their, their young defenders or, or stopped playing like Rafa or, or even Pizzi in January and got some of these youngsters in, you know, give the, give them you know, some burn like this. Their season was over like by what? By February, you know, give, give the youngsters some burn. But yeah, for me, I think it's always just been the Bifris had the better the better you set up and especially recently. Um but yeah, unfortunately I don't see many sporting players making the jump from from the under 19s. I, I don't know if, if you've seen any games this season, Chris. Do you have any?
2: If they if they were good enough to make the jump, they would have already made it.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, yeah.
2: and, and when he entertains them still, the ones that he thinks have the most talent. But it's like yeah, Vando Felix, for example. Like, is Vando Felix ever gonna play on the Sporting first team? He's twenty years old. He's on the B team. He was in the second division last year. He's a higher prospect on the B team. And say, like, is he ever actually gonna play on the first team? His best case scenario is to be like the fifth string one season. He gets like into the roster, you know, and he's like primarily with the first team. But it's just like, I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of guys there that don't really have a future there, there's guys that are going to be coming back from loans Anthony Walker Bruno Paz do any of these guys have a future anywhere it's like I don't know there's like a million eh guys you know guys that will have futures elsewhere in the Primera Liga and the Segunda Liga but just do they have a future here for what we're trying to do build a perennial Champions League team I, I really don't think so you know
0: Yeah, and that's why I think maybe Amarim is going to, like, the the Porto, like, youth team to get some players in, just because he doesn't see a lot of both hands and arms. And Porto, like, Vitinha recently, Fabio Vieira making that jump, but before then, no one really came up, apart from uh, the Conceição kid, but, like, I mean, I think... That's important, bro.
1: He came from our academy.
0: Yeah, I mean, Chico came from our academy. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, like youngster appearances in general for for Porto. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I, I see. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually know that he came from our academy. To be fair, so. But um, anyway, uh, I think that's that's it on on youth league. It was embarrassing. There's not much to talk about after. Uh, Cristiano loose ends that you want to get out.
2: Yeah, I just like took some random notes. Um, I don't think we did it last week, so I just. We'll run through some of the ones we didn't catch last week. Um, this is a this was a funny one. It ties into later on. Kamashu um, did sit down to Deltra in the second minute for his first gold contribution of the season. He had five straight appearances, would be sad for five straight games. Most of them are subs, like 20, 15, 12. But he has played in five games now. He got a start, got an assist. His salary is gonna to rise to one point six million next season.
1: Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I guess there's some signs of life from Kamashi late, late, but
0: I think I don't he see was also future. due like six hundred k if we made it to the quarterfinals of the, the or Yes, or 600K,
2: yes, yeah. Liverpool was due money. Yep, for Kamashi achievement. <laughs>
1: That's horrific.
2: <laughs> we we did not we did not trigger that. Um, uh, Trinko it was rumored a couple weeks ago it seems like it's going to be difficult uh, they want him in the Trey R.A. swap so we'll see Anasia uh, renewed I don't know if we got that in the last pod. 100k to 250k added another year um, Louis Philippe has scored a few goals in Greece I don't know if for anyone that's been tracking that he has like 4 and 8 or something like that not horrible. couple PKs, to be fair, but keeping an eye on him. <laughs> uh, Jovan, not going to be triggered by Lazio. Um, I think he had like a games objective, which can't be hit. Um, and I don't think they're going to take up the option themselves. Uh, Fidel not, won't be renewed. We know he's not going to hit his objectives. Almedia, some other Spanish clubs looking at him. Might come back to sporting on a new deal. Seems like he's most likely going to go back to Spain, if I had to guess. Um, Fatou Isahaku from Ghanaian tragedy officially signed, which is massive. Um, he's been training with the first team a lot the past week. So, yeah, he's an infin- infinitely higher-touted prospect than li- any of those guys that are you know regularly in the B-team. Um, there was a report that Sporting was willing to spend 8 to 10 million to bring in a luxury center back, so worth tracking. Yeah. It could be St. Juiced, the, the, the Mines center back who's been rumored um, sport has been linked to him, willing to offer 7.5. Mines wants 10, maybe somewhere they meet in the middle, you know, 8, 9, something like that. Uh, that would fit in the 8 to 10 range of luxury center back, so he hasn't played for like two-thirds of this season. He had a shoulder injury, um, but he's very fast. Apparently he's the, the fastest defender in the Bundesliga. He he uh, used I don't to um, well. keep an eye on that.
1: He used to be a right back uh, when he used to play for either look like may or...
2: pull a deadline day, move to Boltafago, but ended up not doing that. Boltafago did do some deadline day shopping in Portugal. They brought like two or three players from Portugal on deadline day. Tabata was not one of them though, opting to stay in Europe. Uh, Newcastle sending scouts to watch Inacio still. LeMani striker of the month, Mateus Reis defender of the month, two straight defenders of the month for Mateus Reis for, from the league. Some Individual honors there.
0: And Is that's a random as well.
2: player news that I managed I to catch so. just randomly this week. Miguel Velozu extended for another year at Hellas Verona. Um, so if you were a Miguel Velozu head and you're thinking maybe his deal runs out, comes back to sporting, you're going to have to wait at least another year. I don't and, think anybody uh, Labiad, thought that, bro. Uh, <laughs> tore, uh, ligaments in his uh, his knee, so Labiad, who is out of contract with Ajax, um is available but has a torn ACL. It'd
1: be a good pickup for Thundell or something. Besado in the second division. <laughs>
0: cool um just i wanted just to comment on this one quickly um i mean i get your point but Polina is like 25 26 and he really made his name at braga before he made his name at us uh Mateus nunes come from estoril so that doesn't count nuno mendes and inacio i'll give you um but they they figure just have a lot of good players in their academy it's like i know the the last big player was felix but they've got some some that, special that players
1: striker there. kid what's his name Kremush. what's his first name? Gonzalo. Gonzalo Ramos. Yeah. He's a good striker. I'm a I'm a good I'm a big fan of him. Um we'll see what that Paulo Bernardo guy, whatever his name is, mm. if he ever gets any burn.
0: Um, I like their they're two center backs as well. I think it's Morato and yeah. They were supposed. Yeah, Arruju's nice. I like Arujo too. Yeah. But yeah, not on our academy too much. But... They also
1: have a really good right back. His name is uh, Andrea Almeida. <laughs> Phenomenal young talent.
0: Like, do you know he's only like 31, but like, I mean, he looks like 40. He's 38,
2: (laughs) he lacks like he's 38. So,
0: (laughs) but um, uh, when did we get known as I think what 1920? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, just just before Amrim came in, he
2: came from Brazil before that, too, you know,
0: yeah. But uh anyway, uh Chris, do you have any modalities that you wanna go through as well? Or?
2: Oh yeah, I've got some modalities. Um basketball's fucked. Uh oh yeah. <laughs> three, three to start the second round of the championship. Lost to uh lost to Befica, lost to now we just lost to Porto. Those are the three best ba- three three best teams in the league that aren't us. So we've just lost to all of them. Um yeah, we need Trevante back, and we need more reinforcements that we won't get this season desperately. <laughs> um. So okay, did he did he did he come through the Estudiel system?
0: From... Yeah, because he's he's been in Portugal for more than five years. That's how he got the the nationality citizenship. Yeah.
2: Did, uh, did he play for another a local club before Estudiel, and then he they, did. He played for. I'm
1: gonna search it up right now. Like, some starts with an E.
2: Oh, it, or yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But it only shows since on transfer market at least. It only shows since 2018. So, yeah. but he's been a Sporting player since uh, 20 excuse me 2019. Sorry, yeah. he was sold to Studio in 2018. So, okay, three four years at the club.
2: Futsal all final four is coming up. We're playing ACACS, which is Ricardinho's team, who got in because the Russian team got disqualified. Um, so we could play – and then we play the, the winner of this game, plays barcelona um on the other side. Uh, B team lost to Oliveira, the hospital, one nothing. Uh, handball, uh, uh, 35-25 win versus Boa Oda. Rugby – um, Portuguese Cup champions, um, uh, men's and women's swimming, both Portuguese champions for the first time ever in the same season. Shout out swimming. And uh, volleyball forced a game five. Uh, I don't think it's happened yet against Font Postardo to face Benfica in the final. And then hockey, playing something called the Golden Cup right now. Um, we lost our first game to Barcelona 4-1, and then we beat St. Umer 3-0 um, in the second game.
0: Cool. Uh, I think that's all we have today, unless you two can figure I anything off the top of your head.
1: Can I just bring up something crazy that I just found out as I'm on transfer market? Do you guys sure. remember Umado Balde, who left Sporting to go to Rangers?
0: Yes. I don't know if you remember that back in 2018,
1: yeah. 2019. Bro, I just found out randomly on transfer market, this guy now plays in the Canadian Premier League. Not MLS, but a league that just, just like, just uh, appeared out of nowhere, like, three years ago. Really? That is insane it's to not. me. My guy left Sporting, because he was going to be a big shit at fucking Rangers, just to play at Pacific FC right now. Not it's on loan, either.
2: a player of the same name?
1: Sorry? I think so, Yeah.
2: There's he's another Ricardo there, right? Who played for Benfica,
1: or plays? He's still, he's still there. Yes, yes, yes. He's still there. Yeah, okay. that's the one I initially thought it was, but now, but I realize now it's the Sporting. Kid. Well,
2: he's only 19. This kid.
1: I know, and he's, and now he's playing at the fucking Canadian Premier League. That's crazy. Sorry, I just had to. I had to bring that up because since we were talking about our academy, I remember being pissed off that this guy decided to join Rangers. That's yeah. crazy.
0: Cool, uh, Chris. You got any you got any other any other topics, or is that it? Uh,
2: I mean, the only thing I I, I tweeted it. It was like a one of these like random like uh, things that gets trending like over the course of the day. Everyone was shitting on Alpha lab and yeah, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say I tr- I tried to tweet it out. Version one, version two, and version three. If you conflate version one and version two, you're being dishonest. So, so yes, version one is fucked. Version one is an abomination. But version two is a big improvement. Once the yellow is gone, it changes a lot. So people are like, oh, I can't believe we had this. It's like, bro, you're posting a picture of what the stadium looked like in 2008. Like, yeah, it was shitty in 2008, but it's like... I don't know. I, I fucking like 60% of these like random things that get trending just like piss me off for a random reason. And uh, yeah, that was like one of them. But yes, yeah. obviously the green fucking chairs look better than the rainbow, but the rainbow it is highlighted how shitty it is when it's accented with yellow, bright yellow, you know,
1: I'm um, maybe unpopular opinion here. I think now with the green seats, not gr- like the stairs could be yellow or white i prefer white personally but not green i think some it's people really green hate green. the
2: lime green steps with the green seats but yeah i agree i don't think it looks that bad
1: it's not that bad but i wouldn't mind the yellow now or preferably like the best i think would be white or black
2: yeah i think steps. it's gonna be like cement color like a, a like a light yeah. yeah yeah great yeah
1: Gray. yeah but yeah, I seen that beef on Twitter that you were having with fucking the stadium, bro. It's insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> I don't.
2: I hate the rainbow seats a lot less than a lot of people do. And to be honest, like people forget, people fucking forget. For years, years in there, we're getting twelve thousand. We, I mean, yeah. It's Not that like, like we're fucking killing it now. We're getting twenty eight thousand for average games, right? We yeah. went through stretches through there where we would get like twelve, fourteen, sixteen. The rainbow seats made it look fuller. Like, it fucking did. That's what the point of it is. And it did its job. Especially when TVs weren't all 100% HD. You're watching the Portuguese channel in 2008 on, like, a mediocre-ish cable feed. The rainbow seats filled it out. Sorry. it Like, it did. But we're past that now. We're a club that doesn't need to artificially... <laughs> Enhance our attendance figures, hopefully, oh, you know, not even artificially enhance them, but just like artificially like enhance what they look like on
0: TV. And plus, like, for people who are in the seats anyway, you couldn't actually see the seats, just see the, the fan in the seats. Like, I mean, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't really bother me too much, but like, I guess when it looked empty, it looked a bit weird, but like, you know, it wasn't like a massive bother to me, but it definitely looks nicer now, but yeah. you know. Cool. Uh, I think that's all we have time for today. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, again, you know we're close to episode one hundred fifty. Two more episodes. Yeah. Hopefully next week we can come back and say that we beat Benfica and the tie. is still on. Hopefully, points off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that would be the ideal weekend,
2: but at
1: least a draw. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, one hundred fifty. Hopefully we get um, Steph and Nando on. You know, get get the the original squad back together. Um, and hopefully we have some special guests as well uh, to, to be decided. But um, thank you all for joining us today. Uh, if you want to follow Danny, you can follow him down there. Same with Chris down here and me as well. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, um, Instagram, Twitter, Sporting160 underscore EN, uh, SoundCloud as well. You know we're, I think we're pretty much on all podcast sites, iTunes as well, so feel free to give us a follow. Um, other than that, peace. Yes!